Hiya, my name is uh, Freya Maver. Um, I've been in things such as uh, Skins, uh, Sense of an Ending, La Dame dans l'Auto, and more recently, Dead in a Week or Your Money Back. And you are listening to Neil Before Pod. Neil Before Blog presents Neil Before Pod. Hello and welcome to another Neil Before Pod flashcast, the second or third of not that many. Uh, here today we are going to talk about the recently released Avengers Endgame trailer. So with me is Andrew. Hey. And Chris. Hello. And how was my live intro? Perfection. That's what it was fantastic. That's what I wanted to hear. I managed to do it without making a mess and everything on take 74. Yeah, I mean, it's only taken a couple of hundred attempts, but I'm, I'm glad that live intro worked out. It really is, it's, yeah. Yeah, and now you've totally ruined it, but by, by talking afterwards. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't think it was possible to ruin it any more than it already was. The temptation was to swear when you introduced me just so you would still have to edit it. Is that wrong? Yes, very wrong. <laughs> of course, if you want to hear me live, properly live, then you can listen to The 100th Podcast, which is available on all good podcast things now oh that was smooth I know nicely done this is podcast 101 and it's hopefully going to be a fairly short one so Avengers trailer should we ring a spoiler thing at the moment just in case people haven't seen Infinity War and are for whatever reason listening I'll go on then it's good to be thorough best not to anger people that might stumble across it and be like you spoiled the whole trailer for me Okay, now we're free to talk about the Endgame trailer. Endgame, which is the title after waiting nearly eight months or so to to have it confirmed. Uh, It's one of the titles that they said that it wasn't going to be. So that's fun. Yeah, 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 well, well, that's uh, one of the the problems why we... You see a lot with people, people making making comic book films, is, is uh, uh, when when the uh, when 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 the public uh, su- uh, successfully predicts something that they want to keep secret, they just end up end up kind of lying, saying, "Oh, oh yeah, no, that's not it. That's not it at all. No, you're totally wrong." And, if, and then and then 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 when it actually gets revealed, they're right. They're like, "Ha ha, fooled you." Yeah. Like, no, no, he didn't. My, my thinking was that I didn't really care what the title was going to be. I was just going to see it anyway. I could have called it Avengers Four for all I care. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why there was all the the secrecy around the the name because all these names are kind of generic anyway. Yeah, it's pretty much you know. So it it doesn't really. I, I don't know why all the secrecy around it. I suppose it just makes sense to reveal it at the same time as you do the trailer, rather than to go, it's got a name, it's going to be called this, and then nothing for sort of three months, and everyone going, well, what about it? What about a trailer? No, no, we're just going to tell you what it's called. I still think the trailer should have just been the dissolving at the end of Infinity War, like an edited version of that. I think that sells it well enough. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah well, 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 that would certainly have worked just as well because, uh, yeah, yeah, because, because actually, 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 reliving that ending is going to 
gonna is gonna gonna make some gonna make somebody as hyped for for seeing what's gonna happen next as anything that they could have shown in a trailer of new material. Yeah. And then of course there's the possibility of giving too much away in trailers as they often do. Uh, Marvel don't often do that; they usually give you nothing. But uh, especially in this case, I mean, I feel like I've watched the trailer, but I also haven't really watched anything, which is you know good. It's teased exactly what I wanted, and it's not given away any of the stuff that I don't want to know. I kind of hope that they keep it at this level. I think this should be it. (laughs) Because it's one of those things, there's always the temptation for them to throw in big money shots in the trailers. And a lot of the time, those big money shots are the ones that just give stuff away. Be it who survives in particular fights or who gets through a particular situation or the fact that they all meet up at the end or whatever is all given away in the trailer and you go, ah, all right, okay. Unless it's but, an Infinity War trailer and it shows you stuff that isn't there. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Marvel, where they have done stuff, have been pretty smart. The, you know, the, the editing of Four, uh, Four's Eyes and all these sorts of different bits that they've done in other trailers it's smart but at the same time it just seems a bit unnecessary because they've done it with this they've managed to basically do a trailer that teases the fact that there there is going to be action in it the fact that the what the characters are going through is in there but it doesn't sort of give away any of the major points you've not seen a single person who was dusted at the end of infinity war for example Despite the fact, you know, we kind of know in our heart of hearts they're going to be back, but you've not seen any of them in it, where the temptation would have been for them to throw everything out there. Show everyone, show all your big hitters, all the ones that you've spent your money on in there, and they haven't. See, I think the opposite. I I don't think they wanted to show any of that at all. I mean, obviously they didn't, because they didn't, because, Mm. you know, it's one of those things that what you've done is you've left us off last summer with a really, or last spring, I guess, with a really insane cliffhanger you know that obviously deep down we all know that it's going to be resolved in some way because you know there's spider-man films coming out there's a black panther 2 on the horizon etc etc so you know that there will be a fix of some some sort but you don't know what that fix will be and that, that's what they're kind of leaning on but um this trailer is particularly morbid it's very much the kind of the the mourning what has been lost and they're mm. you know they're trying to hit home yeah they're they've taken a huge hit here they've lost well, literally half of everything yeah, yeah, yeah well and I think that's actually a, pre- a pretty good tone to strike because because that's pretty much the uh, the stage that the audience is still at regarding the series as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah because because we because because we because we, we haven't haven't really haven't really had any 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 pro- any progression of it of it uh, so, since since that moment, no. um, yeah, and yeah, and and I don't think it, and I I don't I don't think it'll be be until until we until we actually until until we actually see Captain Marvel and 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 I guess and fully appreciate the scale of what she's she's capable of that we're that we're going to have um, any any real um, any, any any real sense of of what could happen for things to play out differently. Yeah, and this trailer itself, what we see is there's there's two main components to it. So you've got Tony Stark drifting through space, about to die. Um, you know, there's very much... He talks about how he ran out of food days ago. 
uh, and his oxygen's about to run out as well. He's drifting through space in, in Star Lord's ship and ready to die. The other component is that there is a plan, but we don't know what that plan is. But the, so I think we should talk a bit about that kind of first component. So you've got Tony Stark feeling pretty morbid. He's ready to accept death. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously the film will probably tell us, but I'm not sure why he isn't able to just use the Milano to fly faster than light, like it can do. I'm going to presume a bit of battle damage. You know, there was a there was a hell of a fight on that planet. So, and there were meteors that were brought down from the sky. So. Let's go with battle damage, but yeah, I don't know. I There'll be know where the where the warp drive button is. I don't know. Well, my thing is, he was left with Nebula at the end, yeah. so either Nebula's like disappeared off, went. I'm going to do my own thing. He's won. Thank you very much. I'm off. Yeah, no, or she's shown in the Milano in the trailer. She is shown there in the trailer, which means that there is someone that knows how to fly that ship there. Yeah. So it's not that he doesn't know how the buttons work or anything. It's so there's got to be damage. I would think. Plus, he's Tony Stark, and Star Lord mm. can fly it. Was he not also uh, with um, with Rocket as well? No, Rocket was on air. Yeah, Rocket was with Thor. Oh, that was it. Yeah, so, so yeah. just misremembering. Yeah, the only two people on Titan were Tony and. Uh, and uh, Nebula plus a lot of hoovering needing done. <laughs> a big cleanup oh, exercise. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all those memes about, you know, Tony Stark spending time with his kids and it's like, you know, Spider-Man is a pile of sand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's really... It's in poor taste, but, you know, they don't exist. So, you know... Um, my gut feeling is, obviously, that something will come out of the blue and rescue him. Um, at the last minute I don't know what although if what I think is going to happen then you could possibly have your cake and eat it too you could have Tony Stark die and also not die so who knows yeah you could just have Tony Stark being left missing yeah did he get rescued did he not and just leave him out there I don't know I think they'll want a conclusion for Tony either way yeah but if you remember what we were talking about during the Maybe not the Infinity War podcast. One of the Avengers things that we did, you know, those three days that we spent recording stuff about the Avengers uh, before Infinity War and after Infinity War came out, um, one of the things that Cat theorised was that time travel will be involved or multiple universes or something uh, will be involved in some way. So it's, it's possible that you could be dealing with an alternate future version of Tony Stark or, or something. Mm. Oh, I think I think there's a heavy, heavy, heavy hint of time travel um, through the the end credits sting of uh, Ant Man, yeah. for example, where it was heavily laid. Oh, look out for for time vortexes and all that sort of stuff, and then we get to see Scott in this trailer, yeah, which kind of teases a little bit about well he's going to go back and say oh well why don't we go back and make sure X doesn't happen or Y doesn't happen. And then that will rewrite the timeline. Yeah, plus you see Cap in his Winter Soldier outfit. Mm. Which suggests that he needs to blend in. Yeah, I think there's a. I was going to say, hey, and, and also, also uh, well, without his magnificent beard, 
Which is a a tragedy. R.I.P. the beard. (laughs) Poor Sharon Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Because that joke doesn't get overused enough. (laughs) Um, We get a a snippet of some of the dead. I mean, some of them we're we're aware of. Um, Well, the assumption on the screen is Scott Lang, who obviously isn't, but I guess no one's heard of him, or heard from him since, since the... The decimation, as it's now officially mm. called, which is factually incorrect, but never mind. Um, Still think dusting is a better. <laughs> <laughs> the snap, the snapping. The snap, yeah. yeah. It's like the and snapping was something different. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, I mean, decimation is factually incorrect. It doesn't describe what Thanos did at all, because it means you know reduced by ten. So yeah, more than that. Okay, okay, so so, so the, the 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 happening, yeah, which doesn't sounds actually sounds rubbish. No, no, say it out loud. Yeah, trees or something. I don't know. I've never watched all of that film. I fell asleep. Um, but also on the screen, to my disappointment, is Shuri. She's apparently dead. So we don't get to see her interact with a uh, Tony Stark. At least not in this film, presumably. Which is a shame because I wanted to see her outsmart him. It's disappointing because I don't think we actually saw her disappear in the other one, did no, we? No, no, we didn't. Uh, but she's on the screen along with Peter Parker, who we already know about. So there's that. Uh, those are the only names we see, and then obviously Scott Lang is proven to be alive and well and still quipping. He's, he's like your Amazon delivery guy. He's like, can you buzz me in? <laughs> 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 and Someone he's got his van. A time machine. <laughs> Like, look, I'm really behind on my route. Can you just let me in? <laughs> Even though my deliveries have been cut in half, I'm still really busy. Uh, it's all these urns for ashes that people keep ordering. <laughs> people scooping up their loved ones. <laughs> uh, Black Widow still has her blonde hair, which I presume she will change before they do whatever they need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, because well, it's impossible for her, for, like, for her to go for a film and not change her hairstyle. I know. Yeah, it's possibly the first time that she's appeared with a, a hairstyle which I had last time. Um, she's also the one talking most of the time. She talks about um, Thanos achieving what he wanted to do uh, and that the plan might work. And then you get that great line from Steve, the whole, uh, you know, it, it's going to work because I don't know what I'll do if it doesn't. I think Steve's gone, guys. I think it. This is it. <laughs> I'm not ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was pretty much an, an, an inevitability. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still not ready. None of us are ready. We're not prepared for this. <laughs> it's going to be a, an emotional three in the morning <laughs> in April. Yeah, 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 although, although if if he if he is if he is go, go, uh, going to go finally, do, uh, do 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 you think it will be in a uh, in a noble act of self sacrifice, or is or is or assuming that time travel will be involved, um, he will end up back in the nineteen forties and live out his life with, with Peggy. Uh, well, if he stays in the nineteen forties, if they don't want to arse up the timeline. It would have to be like an alternate nineteen forties, because Peggy, well, Peggy clearly married someone else uh, and had a family and so on that wasn't, you know, Steve Rogers. 
So I think it could happen, but it would be like an alternate reality type thing. But I'm leaning more towards the self-sacrifice thing because that's just his nature. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well that, that that was my thinking. Yeah. 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 I, I just I just thought there would be like another possibility to bring up. Well, anything's possible at this point. Um, in my notes as well, I've got this like. I mean, there's not well. There's a lot of dialogue in the trailer, but there's also not a lot of dialogue in the trailer, so it's kind of impactful. But you've got the bit where uh, where Steve's talking, and the bit where he says, "We've lost family," and at that point, it shows you Hawkeye, mm. um, which you know suggests to me he's doing he's in Japan killing people because his family are dust. Yeah, what what would peeve off Hawkeye on the farm more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe his livestock died and he just couldn't take it anymore. I've lost half my flock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, family, I'll be back soon. I'm off to kick some ass. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. Sorry, yeah, guys, I think there'll be less bacon this winter. Yeah, I think I think uh, the family farm has got less people on it. I think uh, Hawkeye will definitely, you know, if that would spur definitely spur him back into action. Yeah, it's the only thing that can and. Uh, he's taking on his Ronin identity from the um, from the comics, with the sword and everything. So it seems like he's got he's gone fully hardcore, and I don't know whether he'll be an international assassin of some sort or, or whatever else. I was going to say maybe he'll be working for Nick Fury, but that'd be difficult. Considering he is also dust. Yeah, Nick Fury happened in the street, so he's definitely in a street sweeper. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Nick Fury just refused to die. Maybe he just, like, he constituted himself with <laughs> sheer force of will. <laughs> he's hiding he's like, in a secret base. Like, one oh, of his yeah. many. Yeah. In the event of dusting, <laughs> there's another secret base. <laughs> you have to wonder where Captain Marvel is during all this. I mean, I think the, the Captain Marvel film will tell us why she's not around. I, I, you've got to think that she's not going to be on Earth. I mean, because the thing is, it's like... It, it, if she's not on Earth, then it gets round the whole question of well, why hasn't she? Why has she waited until now? You know, I'll wait until the pager goes. He'll call me any minute. Oh, New York is getting attacked by aliens. Yeah, but he's not paged me yet, so I'll just sit around. You know, whereas if she was on another planet or out there, out in space somewhere, she's not going to know that that's happened until she gets a message. From her intergalactic space pager. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that is kind of a flaw in my plan that it's potentially an intergalactic space pager. But we've seen weirder things in this universe, so yeah. Also, she could pick up Tony on the way, he could like form a lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just flies, she just stumbles across him. Why not? Yeah. I mean, the universe isn't that big. People just bump into each other. The other option for Tony Rescue is Korg. Just saying. Oh yeah, he just like troops along. It's like, hey, I'm just gonna head to Earth. Wanna come? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I'd love that actually. <laughs> just this deeply emotional moment. Tony's like vision blurs as he's about to pass out. Next thing he sees is this like rock creature <laughs> offering him a lift. Just <laughs> I could see that that would be the Marvel way as well to diffuse that moment with like something as ridiculous as that. Yeah, it's going to be either that or you know, I I'm, and we're running out of air and food and water, and I'm going to die soon, and it's going to cut to Nebula going, "I can breathe in space." <laughs> 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 it's whatever. 
just to diffuse it all. I didn't, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, but just to let you know, I'm yeah. fine. I'll take care of your corpse, you're welcome. <laughs> well, the good thing is, since there's no air, you won't stink. Yeah. <laughs> all these things that are just not helpful. She is not a very nice person as Nebula, so I could see her being that cutthroat. Uh, anything else to say about the trailer? It's not a very long trailer. There's not much else left to say about it. From my end, anyway. I can't think of anything else. That... No, I think it's... Yeah, yeah I think they've pretty much, covered, uh, pretty much covered all of it. So let's start with frame one. <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that. There's a million videos out there where you can yeah. do that. I was about to say, if we have missed your favourite talking point, you can add it to comments and discussion on the website or whatever post you saw this on. Or, do you know what? There are tons of videos out there that managed to make about an hour and a half's worth out of this trailer. <laughs> I, think, I think we should avoid doing that. I think so. I think so. Yeah, so April 26th, I believe, is the day. The, the day to end all days. Um, which makes that a Friday. My thinking is it'll be like that'll be actually out on the twenty fifth. I think it'll be a Thursday release, which makes it like a Wednesday on a Thursday midnight screening. I'll be there with bells on and nothing else. And no one else will want to be in the screening. It's perfect. But yeah. That's that's when it's out. Exciting time. Can't wait. Um, although I don't think I'm emotionally ready for this film. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone is. Yes, <laughs> and and I think that that's that's why it's it's going to be such a meaningful experience for everyone. Imagine if it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> think about that for a second. Imagine yourself in line for the Phantom Menace. <laughs> First Star Wars oh, no. film in however many years. No, don't bring back those memories, you horror. When I saw the Phantom Menace the first time, I loved it because I was like eight. <laughs> um, it was only later that once I, once the internet told me that it was rubbish that I decided to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just doesn't age well. Or maybe I don't age well. Yeah, so it could suck. Hopefully not. It would be ridiculous if it did. Could you imagine? The Russos would just have to kill themselves, I think. Just wouldn't show their face in public ever again. I, I have faith in them. I think I think they'll have done an alright job. I just I, I don't know what to expect from this and I like that. You know, that's the thing. It's not predictable. I think there's odd bits that you're like, okay, well we know roughly this is gonna happen, this person's gonna show up and but the fate of like the major characters you don't really know. No. No idea. Which I think is a great way to leave it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that's one of the great things about it, because yeah, uh, having having that sense of uncertainty, like, like, like uh, particularly about major characters, is is like is so is so 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 rare. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so and and in the few few times when that when that does happen, it's an experience to be cherished. Yeah. Yeah, in the modern era, you can walk into a film knowing exactly everything, beat for beat, what you're going to watch. And it sucks. I just hate that, you know. And I mean, I've recently started watching trailers again for the podcast, and 
you know, sometimes I'll go into a film after seeing the trailer and I'll be like, oh, I feel like I've seen this. Or it gets to a point where it's like, I haven't seen that scene yet. And it's usually the last shot of the film, especially in Sony films. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Venom. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Venom. Just damn you. <laughs> hmm. He's the, he's the, or that film is the reason that Spider-Man's not coming back from his dusting. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh no, we can make good films, or at least films that people will spend money on, so we'll have them back now, thanks. There's that. Anyway, on that note, any last things to say about the trailer? Any parts that I may have missed that you want to call out and talk about based on notes that you might have taken? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we've covered it. Yeah, me too. So, uh, snap. So that was our discussion of the Avengers Endgame trailer. Thanks to YouTube nstens1117 for the supplied music. If you like what you heard, then don't forget to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, YouTube, or any major podcasting app. iTunes users, please do leave us a star rating and a comment to let us know that you care. If you want to talk to us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter under Neil Before Blog, or you can leave a comment on neilbeforeblog.co.uk. As always, we hope you'll join us on the next Neil Before Pod. Mm-hmm.